babies? Uh, it's too late now. But it's a true thing. I have been every weekend, so Good I don't you, know. Bill. I Good think it's you. over, like, Thursday maybe? Or Imagine if Bill was the stepdad to you, Ray, like he is to these new kids. I probably would have turned out this way. Well, they actually like me, except unlike this fucking miserable prick. Do you go and taunt them that you're fucking their mother? <laughs> no, they just hear us. <laughs> you guys wrestling again? Shut the fuck up, Jimmy. Make me a sandwich. Welcome to the Silver Mind Sports Show, Wednesday edition. The June 9th. I <laughs> thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> no. Welcome uh, to watch you play basketball. I looked, at fucking ni- I looked at the nine that whole time and couldn't come up with the number. How long did you play basketball for? Two hours. You're an idiot. I know. You're a fucking idiot. It's an hour and 58 minutes too long, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I walked outside today and said, nope, I'm going back in. Yeah, yeah and I live 500, 250 miles south of you. What do you think is like that in here? Add 300% to the humidity. Idiots. Dude, I have not exercised in a year and a half. It's the only thing I Did can you do throw those to make away? myself exercise. No, he just shit in them first. I throw no undies away unless I poop in them. <laughs> that had, had to be one mud pair. butt. You had I to have mud butt today. On that it was, basketball too, it was like too hot to sweat. Oh, it was like fuck that, man. The sun was it like dry. It evaporated the sweat <laughs> off my back before it could get to my asshole. Wow. Good for you. It was that kind of it was that kind of hot that kind of day. Luckily, like everybody inside. else was thirty-five to forty-five years old. We we're all just in the same misery. There was like two assholes that could run up and down. Like, you know, the guys that uh, have just never been out of shape you. and just yeah. like are never, on a, you know, the endurance is just always there. No shirts on. Uh, I was the only guy without a shirt on because I think everyone else was ashamed of their body. Not this guy. <laughs> Fuck that. Dude, when it's ninety-seven, I'll play in my fucking underwear. I don't. Yeah. Think are you kidding? Uh-huh. Me? I was looking around. I was like, what are you guys? doing it's like you got four pounds of sweat in that cotton piece of shit rip that sucker off buddy i don't care if your tits bounce bunch of middle-aged white guys trying to ball yeah speaking of tits bounce white birch brewing is the sponsor for this show wednesday edition uh i want you to bounce your tits down to the uh brewery down there in nashua new hampshire right address please or 60 amherst street Get yourself a flight, get yourself a pint, uh, have yourself a good old time. Fridays and Saturdays are a hoot down there. They're always releasing something new. They always got deals going on. Uh, if you're not at the brewery, find them at your local beer store, wherever you get it. Tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Ray, the quest is over. The quest uh, for the butthole yeah. tattoo you feels me, like it's over. You talked me into it. Not until the last breath has been breath. breath, breath. Not, not until the last sphincter stroke. Or yeah. is the quest over? Yeah. Bruins lose. Uh, Bruins lose a tough one. Uh, game five, uh, four to five. I'm going to ask the question. I can already see it on Bill's face, what his dumb answer is. <laughs> it was all over. I, I mean, I talk about strokes. I almost had one last night fighting the fucking lunatics on Twitter. I don't know why I do that to myself either. I'm just a glutton, glutton for pain. Uh, did the, did the refs lose this game for the Bruins bill? Did the refs lose this game for the Bruins? 
Absolutely not. Ooh, wow. No, I, would, I, I, I thought, yeah. No, I'm, I'd never blame the refs. You know, I mean, that's what it is, the way it is. I mean, Bruins didn't get the calls. There should have been some some there, but, I mean, it, it kind of went both ways. And I know the power play, you know, there was two questionable calls that I really had a problem with. Crowley one and then the, um, the, the what was it, Wagner? No, uh, Grizzlick on Komarov. Right yeah. there, everything else was pretty justified. I mean, yeah, Islander. I would have liked to see it go more the Bruins' way on the home ice, but I mean, I, you can't blame them for the loss. Kill the fucking penalties, dude. They had three power play goals on three fucking shots in a row. Can like we you, can we get in before we go to the defense and the PK? Yeah. Can can we just squash this goddamn penalty shit? Okay. The the Islanders were the fourth least penalized team in the in the regular season in the entire league. The Bruins were the third most. In the entire league. Yes, that Corrali uh, call was not a slash. You got that same call in, th- in the third period on, on a power play that you did not complete. So there you go. There's a wash. Uh, the Wags went. He cross-checked the guy to save a goal. That's a penalty. Yeah, the Grizzly one was embellished. No problem. Um, and you probably mi- they probably missed a couple high sticks on you. One to uh, Bergeron and one to uh, who was the other one on? Um Fucking Palmieri caught oh, yeah. somebody uh, going down the. And it McAvoy, ended up being I think it was McAvoy. Either way, yeah, they missed a couple high sticks. The refs were not that great. Do you do you think like I, I find it hard to believe that the refs are out for the Bruins? They just made bad fucking calls. They just made bad calls. Like, <laughs> that's all it was. Yeah, there was. That's and all Cassidy was. went. Cassidy, you know, they did the gamesmanship before. Trotz called out Bergeron for cheating on the faceoffs. That seemed to work. Maybe he does. And Cassidy, he did get thrown out the first one, but the he, first yeah. one, the first, first fucking one, how very first one, I think. And then the, the first, but then the Bruins out of the first three years. Yeah. And then they score a goal. And Cassidy tried to play the gamesmanship before game five with the refs too, and tried to get him on their calls. Maybe that pissed him off a little bit. Maybe it did. Maybe that led to that first slash uh, with Corrali, but not the whole game. Come on, people. No. It's the, this is Boston. You're better than that. You're better sports fan than that to, re- no. to rely on blaming the refs. Jesus Christ, it's you the lost same this thing. game in the first period yeah, when you failed to thing. finish your opportunities and your defense absolutely blows. Yeah, blows. It, it's the same thing, fucking blaming the officiating in an NFL game. I mean, this shit happens. The calls all even out. Again, you kill those fucking penalties. You know, and I, I put the go, the defense, especially the penalty kill, you're losing your two best guys in uh, Carlo and, and Miller right there. Dude. Tenorti doesn't really play the penalty kill because he's fucking terrible. John Riley played 10 seconds of the penalty kill last night and is fucking awful. Doesn't even see the ice when it comes to defense. He has been terrible this year. Just kill those penalties. You kill one of those fucking penalties, you're going to overtime. Yep. One fucking penalty. That's all. So you can't bitch about the rest when you play like shit trying to kill those penalties. So fuck that. Even- those are baby soft goals. You scored two power play baby soft goals, too, in my opinion. And especially that fourth one. For that Rask gave up and he got the pull. That that's a go- that's a goal that you should say. Matt Barzal's first goal too. No screen. Well, all right, well, hold on. Wait before you get before you get to Rask, Ray. The the defense. You do have the injuries there, but that th- uh, third goal that went past it was not on a power play. Mike Riley just stood there. <laughs> go watch this replay. The puck circle behind the net. His man went right into the lane. Mike Riley sat there, no man's land. Watched the fucking puck slowly go by him and his man scooped it up and scored with ease. That was in a nutshell, the defense, the whole night, there was, there was not a puck. There was not a presence in front of Tukarask the entire night. Not one. Not you remember, one. 
you remember when we said he was probably the best acquisition that we got in the trade? You know, besides Taylor Hall, like, oh my God, this guy's going to help rejuvenate, rejuvenate this defense, blah, blah, blah. He was playing great in the regular season. Come this playoff, the motherfucker needs to shoot when he's goddamn open. I was yelling at my TV yesterday and like everyone's yelling, why are you yelling? What's wrong? What's wrong? The motherfucker won't shoot the goddamn puck. That's what's wrong right now. Now go upstairs and leave me the fuck alone. Like what the fuck, man? Like there's so many chances because Varlamov was just leaving, letting everything go off the pad. Like you had rebounds or juicy rebounds as Bill would say. And no one was shooting that goddamn puck. And Mike Riley was, (laughs) Mike Riley was public enemy number one for me last night. No, yeah. but I- <laughs> well, Bill, the PK, the PK is in trouble because you're missing two key pieces of that and Carlo and Kevin Miller. Uh, Bergeron wasn't out there, I don't think, for any of the goals on PK. So it was your second PK that was really bad, which you're relying on. Uh, um, so McAvoy moved up to the first one. He had a bad plan on the Barzal goal. Riley's on your second kill. Right there, you know you're in fucking trouble. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you know, your injuries have cost you this, but. I don't know. There's no excuse for that. You're still an NHL hockey player. You're just like going to let guys waltz into the shooting lane and let the pot go by you. That w- the second one that went through Clifton's fucking skates. Yeah. Bounced off both of your skates, dude. Like what the, f- what? I don't think I've ever seen that. That's a, that like, I've never fucking seen that. Like, again, they were just, their defense is just so bad. This is a team that you, you should be winning. You controlled the whole first period and you controlled the majority of the third, the third period too. And it's like, you know, you're, you control most of the game and that's a team you should win, but then I don't know. There's just a the defense needs to get better. You have nothing. Carlo Mac Carlo and Miller still out again next tomorrow or tonight, whatever, whatever Wednesday. we are. And then tonight. Wednesday. Yeah. So it's, we're in this team. We're uh, it's it's in trouble. trouble. So before we get better. to, before we get tonight, um, let me give you a couple more stats here. Uh, so in game five, the Bruins gave up three out of four uh, um, power plays. That's 25% kill. During the regular season, they killed 86%. Hmm. So the injuries, um, the style of play by the Islanders, whatever it is, don't blame the refs. Your defense and your penalty kill lost in that game. Or or what I would like to say, what we texted each other in, in that game, when they missed those opportunities in the first period, that game was over. Mm-hmm. That, they came out, uh, what passed the next score in the first minute, first yeah. minute 30? Minute. Looked like yeah, they were like that, looked yeah. like they were gonna just blow them off the ice. This story repeats itself. It looked like this in Game Four too. Bruins came out hot in the first period, uh, left a couple goals on the table. Same thing in Game Five. Then Marshan play, he missed it twice. He missed it twice. Uh, yeah. McAvoy had a one-on-one with Varlamov, and he didn't shoot. Right fucking chest. Did you first see the other one? He didn't shoot either. Ugh. Hall missed one later in the game. They missed their opportunities. Here's some statistics for you. The shots were 44 to 19. I think everybody knows that. The five on five that everyone wants to say the Bruins dominated and got fucked because the refs. 34 to 15. You outshot this team. Now, I thought this Bruins team was supposed to be different. This was the Bruins of old that just fired pucks on net without any regard, without any skill. I thought the perfection line was the best line in hockey. How are these guys not finishing these fucking plays? How are these guys not finishing these plays? Now, don't that the Bergeron or the Marshawn goal was disgusting. But in the Both first period, if too. you just dump it in, in game four, Pasenak, if you just lift your head for half a second, like it, it's almost like they got a little choking gene in them. It's almost like they got a little bit and they can't turn it on until their backs are against the wall. How many times have we seen this? Why can't they play like that in the, in the first period and the end of the third period? but they can't play like it all game. There's no, I don't know. There's not a lot of, 
I don't have an answer truthfully, but I mean, slow starts, like I, I good opportunities. And I, I think Barlamov has also been standing on their heads. I mean, I think that's in their head too. If He's you think about good. it, you, I'll tell you what though, some of those goals they've had to score on them. These games are fucking highlight real goals. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how good he's fucking been there. Even last night, like I thought he gave up that one week goal to, to Krejci, you know, where he kind of kicked it in. That's Rask gave up, I believe, against Washington earlier, you know, in the postseason. But you look at fucking Marshawn's goal, highlight reel goal. Pasternak's first goal was disgusting, and then his second goal was great too. So, I mean, even going back game two and game three, like you have to score highlight reel goals to beat him. I, mean, I think it's just getting in his head. You understand why fucking uh, Pasternak missed a wide open net. I just think, yeah, it might be they just don't have that clutch gene, but, I mean, they're good at chasing right now. I mean, so I – I guess my point is you don't have to score those type of goals of Varlamov if you're just missing the easy ones. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. they buried the easy ones, we wouldn't be having that conversation. Like, nope. you know, that pasta, how do you leave the net that wide open? Varlamov? That one hurts. It was wide open. Like, that I mean, was that was not a special play. Bergeron no. took it to him and then just center passed yep. across the ice. That wasn't a fucking crazy pay. Varlamov was out of position. Mm-hmm. How do you miss that? Pl- Martian, how do you miss that? Varlamov was out of position. So you're not burying the easy opportunities that you have, and it's the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs, and you just look at the other side. The Islanders didn't make any crazy shots. They didn't make any unbelievable shots. They just buried the opens ones that they got. Beautiful segue, Rich. Tuca lands number three for me. I mean, four goals and 17 shots. However, considering everything we just said, I, that's why he lands number three. That's not saying he was good. And obviously he was hurt getting beat glove side. He can't move his back. We, that's pretty obvious at this point. He should not be in game six. Um, he played hurt and he didn't, he didn't have enough to, to beat him, but like those, I, I don't know the first, there were two goals in there that maybe he could have stopped. The other ones were bars. Bars all goal. That fucking should have been, that should have been saved. That was glove side. He can't move his shoulder. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. If he wasn't hurt, he should have been able to save it. Yeah. The first one, definitely the bars all goal. No screen there. The fourth one for sure. And I think the third one, you know, the one that kind of went off Connor Clifton, I think it went right into Paul Mary and he kind of tapped it in. I'm not going to put that one on Rass, but I think all three are on him. And again, you can kind of see it. He couldn't fucking move at all. And when you're not getting, you're, you're seeing the puck and you're just not doing anything. Those I interrupt you real quick. Can I interrupt you saying he can't move? Then why the fuck is he coming out of net to play that goddamn puck? Well, that's a, that's oh my God. I was that yell- was my other point. That's yeah. You get it three fucking times where I'm like, <laughs> he fucked up three fucking times. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Stay yeah. in the goddamn net. And I think rich, we were debating on one of the goals where, you know, I don't think you put it on him. Cause he kind of came out and he kind of was at the Palmieri goal and he tapped it in. Yeah. I thought he should have stayed back in there and kind of just let him move. He, he made the wrong play again. You're, you're, if you can't move, why are you trying to move up in your crease and try to attack that? <laughs> he just won Deacon. He was in the behind the net. You know what I mean? So that that right there is, you saw you, you saw it. He's he's not healthy. He missed the morning skate. He was out there before practice with kind of the taxi squad. So I mean, I don't know. I I don't think you should play him. But I, I think the reason he's gutting it out, and this is, I think this goes back to last year because all the shit he got for quitting last year. You know, he, I think it's just the narrative. He doesn't want to look like a fucking bitch, like everything, quitting on his team every fucking year, year after year after year. Touché. That Touché. is why this is happening. This is why he's trying to gut it out. This is why he's a free agent this year, and he's trying to gun for a contract. He wants to show the Bruins he still has something, and now all the all the guys in the locker room look up to that, and they're supposed to fucking rally around him, but it's not. But I think it directly goes back to last year and the years that he's quit on Finland or wherever the fuck he's from. That all goes back to that, Finland. and that's why that's why Cassidy needs to make the decision to sit his ass down. I want to see Swayman. I know it's going to suck going in a fucking elimination game, but you got to you got to. He's going to be better than a 75 percent Rask. You got to go with him. 
Yeah, I've come around on this, Ray. I'm, I'm, I'm playing swimming. I, we, we, we texted back and forth that Cassidy said he wasn't right. Uh, that's why they took him out of the game. I thought that that excuse was bullshit. I don't think, like, I don't, the, I don't think he got more hurt during, during the game. Is my point. Like he, he got benched. He didn't. It wasn't because he was hurt. Or it was because he was hurt, but it was because he got hurt in the game. He came in hurt. Yeah, I think he, he had adrenaline. Hurt. I think he had adrenaline, and that was like numbing the pain. And then, like as the game wore on, so did the pain came on, and he just looked like shit. He looked bad towards the end of the, like the second yeah, period. He, well, yeah, he. as much as I hate is, Tuca, he got benched. Yeah. yeah, and as much as I hate Tuca, I'll give him some credit for trying to gut it out with a back injury. But still, I mean, you're see, uh, he's still a pussy in my eyes. I hate his guts, but I mean, you see, you're. I'll give him a little credit. You're a pussy. I hate you and you're dead to me, but hey, I give you credit. I, you I just got to give him something because I figure like, dude, if, you know. It might this be the last, last game you ever yeah. see him in a Bruins That's, uniform. And so. another thing, too, is he's debating in his future so he could retire. So, I mean, this could be his last little run and he doesn't want to go down like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, let's, you know let's give it there. to Swayman and see if he can get to the next round and, and uh, heal up Duca come back. So, let me ask you last, one last question here. Uh, Swayman comes in, immediately gives up a bad goal. <laughs> immediately gives up that call. However, the following 18 minutes, the Islanders did not get a shot on him. So I asked the question, did the Bruins rally around their young goaltender or was the fact they were down uh, multiple goals at that point and had to make a run in, in a fight in the game five of the Stanley cup. Do you think Swayman had any, uh, anything to do with the way that the Bruins played uh, for a good stretch of that third period until the Islanders shut it down? No, no, and the reason I think Islanders started shutting it down a little bit more, they started backing up. You know, they were letting the Bruins just walk right in, dump the puck in. You know, you saw it. Barry Trotz called the timeout with the with it, after the fourth goal, and great coach, and they, and they shut everything fucking down. Bruins couldn't even get the puck in their zone. You know, you they were in the behind their own red line, and Swaim is right, running to the bench. So that tells you where they were at. They stacked the blue line. They just shut the Bruins down. I mean, this. I don't think they rally around them, but I mean, I think it's more to the Islanders and, and they gave the Bruins a play there. And, and obviously you're using your two best lines and you saw it with Krejci and fucking pasta scoring those two and third. But yeah, I think it was more of them just kind of sitting back with a three goal lead. You just put one up on the rookie. Like, okay, you've seen what you happened in game four when you were down, what it was three to one at one point four, and then four to one and they just shut it down. So, I mean, they're sitting back like this bar alarm up standing on his head. I know they missed a couple of easy ones, but I think it's more the Islanders than rallying around Swayman. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, let's, let's hope we get Swayman. I think Swayman's the right play to game in game six. And we said this going in with Rask in the, in the back going into the playoffs that when it looked like it was a problem, you got to play the kid and, and hopefully the team responds to it. And hopefully your defense, you know, sharpens up a little bit. It can happen. It does happen in hockey. You put it, you put a new uh, goaltender in net. Fuck. Like uh, every team I think has had, multiple goalies in net in this, yep. in this entire playoffs. Look what it did for the Islanders. But, you know, uh, what the hell is Sorokin? Look shaky game one. They they go to Varlamov, and he's been excellent. So He's been a Bruins killer all year, and you're seeing why. I, I think it's just in his head. It's a Brayton Holby factor. I mean, I know, yeah. I know you put four up on him last night, but, again, those are highlight real goals, and they, they're just in his head. You couldn't get past Brayton Holby. What do you have? He was like 12 and two with like a one eight nine goals against against the Bruins. I mean, you're seeing Varlarm off this year. So it's, it's tough. This is, this is the team we didn't want to face. I didn't want nothing to do with the Islanders. You know, you had their number all year, but geez, oof. I would have rather see Pittsburgh. Anyone I didn't, I was yeah. scared. 
I expected Ray, uh, to win, but Jesus Christ. Just throw the boys around. We just can't compete with that. We saw that with the Blues last year or two years ago in the Stanley Cup Finals. You just can't play against these guys that just go out and bash the shit out of you for three periods. You just can't handle it. All right, let's touch on some of the, the Cassidy stuff, and then we'll move on. Um, Cassidy fined twenty five thousand dollars today. Sheesh. Good, good. For... Rally around your team. I think that's a fucking here you go, boys. Let's go. I mean, that's good for him. Good on him. Well worth it. Uh, trashing the refs. Um, yeah, sure. If in in, in that light, in Bill, such I, a Canadian I, way. I agree. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you listen to the highlights, like or listen to the clips. It's like that wasn't that bad. But the uh, the idea of rallying around it is great for the team. The idea of the NHL management having any fucking idea of what they're doing is not. It's weird it, you can find coaches like that, but again, you're the players. Five K coaches need a union, man. <laughs> <laughs> the the CBA was negotiated for the players that the maximum se- fine could be $5,000. And the, the, the coaches are getting screwed for trashing on the refs. You know, and, run, and, the, their unions run by that fucking um, Fuhrer. He used to run baseball, the union, the major league <laughs> baseball union. <laughs> Some, I forget. I forget his name, but he's, he used to run the uh, baseball union. And now he switched over to hockey. Let me give you the polite oh, insults right. that Bruce Cassidy threw at the refs here. Um, We'll run through a couple of them. Quote, this is my take on it. We're playing a team that has a very well-respected management and coaching staff, but I think they sell a narrative over there that it's more like the New York Saints, not the New York Islanders. They play hard. They play the right way, but I feel we're the same, and the exact calls that get called for on us do not get called on them. I don't know why. Here's a good one. Quote, they just need to be better than that. Call the game as you see it. Quit listening to these outside influences that, uh, and get it done, Cassidy said. Um, I don't think they were great tonight. I'm not going to lie to you, but they have been. Look at him like parses words trying to avoid the 25K penalty, and he's still got it. Fine. Uh, he said, quote, and they're good guys, and they're good officials. I just felt tonight they were off. Like, you could find 25K for that? $25,000? Like I said, it's such a Canadian thing. It is a Canadian thing right there. Oh, gee, gee Willikers, guys, you were being very mean to us. You, uh, you get $25,000 fine. Oh, sorry, guys. Should be. Hey, Greg. Uh, Are you almost done, Rich? Richard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was Bill yelling. That wasn't angry. That was Bill. Okay. Um, well, you completely just distracted me, my darling wife. Uh, Nick Ritchie uh, $5,000 fine for an elbow in the game that was not called a penalty. Yeah, bitch about the refs, and then he fucking takes take someone's heads off, someone's head off. Like, yeah. Get out of here. You he love tapping him in the head. He the, the, the boohoo Bruins crew is just, ugh. Yeah, ugh. Uh, it, it's bad. Uh, all right, Carlo Miller, Lazar, and looks like Tuca might be out for game six. Carlo Miller and Lazar definitely out for game six. You give the Bruins a chance? Nope. <laughs> 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 we just saw what happened with Carlo and Miller out the last two games, game four and five. You gave up nine goals. Right? I know one. Yeah. What was it? Two empty netters or one? one at least one empty netter. There's two so. empty netters. And all right. Either way, nine goals. It ain't, yeah. It's over. It's over. I give a chance. If, so let me ask you a better question. If it gets the game seven, who do you got in Boston? Bruins. Boston. Really? Just, what if Tuka's back? Islanders. <laughs> this is the thing. This oh, is the thing. Tuka's what four and twelve in, uh, no, in closeout games like, or something. Yeah, but in game sevens, he's like 
500. I if Swayman plays tomorrow and he shuts them out, there's no fucking way they can put Tuka back in for game seven. No, if Swayman plays well in game six and they win, it's Swayman in game yeah, seven. It has to be. Especially considering Tuka's oh, history. Rule. Come on. This is Drew Bledsoe all over again. Especially considering Tuka's history in closeout games. Only uh, Tuka didn't bury a spleen. He just had his wife cheat on him with not, a pool boy. So. Which is not great. <laughs> and unfortunately, I do believe it is the end for the quest for the butthole tattoo. That was a vaunted quest, but we we attacked it well. And it, almost, it, it might die on a year anniversary, too. It, it's going to be terrible. Yeah, I was really hoping to bring some lawyers in and, and take him to small claims court and really do the whole thing. Oh, well, I was gonna Dude, this that. might be the last time ever. Yeah. Um, all right, we got to go. We got to move now. We are running a little bit late. So uh, further on in the hockey news, Canadians sweep the Jets. Hottest team in hockey, but they're playing in Canada. Um, no. I, don't, I don't give them. I don't give a fuck. They're going to get, get, get steamrolled by one of those guys. Yeah. And then they're, and then oh. Tampa awaits. Oh, by the way, if you have a chance, just go look at some of the um, uh, like the hockey news or the stuff coming out of Toronto. They're still bitching. They're still bitching. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so great. They're so fucking defeated. Uh, Fun fact: when you're not allowed, when you're not allowed in Canada, you can't go on Canadian internet either. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the re- that's not the felony. That's the. Uh, 45 minute sessions trying to find something went down a bad rabbit hole. Uh, I just wanted to bring this up. Kadri got suspended eight games. Is he the dirtiest or top? Where's he land on your dirty list? Him and Wilson one, a one B. Rafi Torres was Rafi Torres before him was even worse. I think at one point he got 42 games. I know he got 27 games in the playoffs. I think like, dude, this guy is, yeah, because they upheld his suspension. He got suspended like last week, and they finally – he's been appealing it. I think he appealed it twice. He appealed it at every level that he could. He's a rat. He got suspended, what, four games against the Bruins a couple years back? Yeah. You yeah, know, for, helped for, them for, win that series. Bruins helped win, uh, Bruins win that series. It was crazy. Yep, so, I mean, you saw that, and that's why – that was one of the big reasons Toronto dumped him to Colorado, I believe he's on now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where they dumped him too. So, I mean, yeah, he's a he's a piece of shit. He's wor- I think he's a little worse than, than uh, Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson's – just a different kind of different dirty. I think we just say that Tom Wilson is because we saw him all year. We haven't seen anyone from the West to the North or anything like that. You know, Wilson's a guy that'll knock you out of your, he's a headhunter. He'll knock you in the next one. Conscious guy that'll take out your knee. Yeah. You know, be be dirty about it. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Wilson wants to take your head off. He, Kadri will do anything. Fucking hate you in the nuts. Take your face off, like shit, like that. Like he's he's that kind of dirty. He's meticulous he's a stick about work it. Wilson's guy. just a fucking meathead. Yeah, he's a stick work guy. He'll slew for you. He'll you know he'll he'll slash you in the knees and shit. Wilson will just do the elbow you. There's a woman that in Tampa that's a stick uh, handler too. <laughs> Multiple at times skiing. That series is tied up two two. So we'll see what they do. And then the Lightning looking to close at the Hurricanes tonight. Um, or last night. Last night, uh, this they did. Wednesday, so, last night, they did. So congratulations to Tampa. <laughs> Fuck Tampa. That town does not deserve the, the goddamn run that they're currently on. nothing right now. Thirteen. I hope it's, I hope it's Colorado there. coming out of there because I think I want to see that. That's a series I wanted to see last year. Colorado and the Lightning, and I think Colorado could take them this year. Well, you're a big Colorado fan ever since Ray Bork went there, right? No, uh, no, fuck no. I just Way want to go, see. They're babe. exciting. Nathan McKinnon's a exciting player. He was stumbled. He He's didn't know good, what to yeah. say. Hockey like, wants to take less money to keep that fucking team together. I like that. Hockey's like um, like old time baseball. We don't get to see the teams out west are like out of market as much because it's hockey. Like baseball used to be. Like we never get to see the NL teams. So yeah, I love to see 
uh, Colorado on a national stage and, and those young kids. Even uh, Vegas, dude. Vegas That'd be a fast, be fast, fast moving ice if it's Tampa and fucking Colorado. Oh, dude, yeah. That'd be a fun it, series. Yeah, that would be real fun. Their first line. Oh, it's so fucking good. It'd be much more fun if it was the Bruins. So they're not out of it yet. Go Bees. Go bees. Uh, all right, quickly, let's push into Red Sox talk, some baseball talk. They got five wins in a row. They're still a game back from the race. And they're about to lose right now. <sighs> down 6 nothing to Houston. They're down 6 no. Okay. Oh, Martin Perez, <laughs> add a baby. Sorry. Sorry, boys. <laughs> add a baby, Martin Perez, the stopper, as they call him down there at Fenway. Uh, all right, well, let's focus on the positive in this five-game winning streak. Christian Arroyo, they've been searching for a leadoff guy. I don't think he's the guy f- the whole season, but maybe they'll get him a stretch, which is what this team needs to do outside their big four. They're just going to keep need a shuffling guys that are hot. He went two for three in the last game before the Astros. Two RBIs, two runs leading off. Any thoughts on Christian Arroyo uh, being a contributor on the team here moving forward? Flavor of the, uh, Flavor of the week. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think I like him better in the – you know, back in the order, but who else are you going to put? Kiki Hernandez is fucking terrible. You know, you finally moved him down to seventh. But yeah, I mean, he's hit, I think he hit pretty well last year too. You know, he hit a lot of doubles last year. I think he was like, what, 260 last year in a, in a, you know, short work. So, I mean, you're seeing it now. I think he's like 265, 270 coming back off the DL. You know, he spent some time on the DL, but I thought it, you know, that was a bad time for him. He could have been moved up there a long time now. You know, we'll see. You know, he's a pretty, you know, solid everyday second baseman at this point. Flavor of the week. Uh, bullpen game, pretty much. Pavetta went four and two thirds, two earned runs. Couldn't find his inning, his pitch count. I don't know what that was. Probably high 80s, the way they play. Probably. Uh, Whitlock, Hernandez, Salmora, Josh Taylor all went three innings with two hits, two walks, no earned runs. Adovito gave up a run, two Ks, gets the save and a um, four out save. Um, that's kind of raised baseball right there. Going through four, you know, go one, two, three, four, five, six pitchers to get the win. Five, three win. Fucking crazy. I liked it when I heard of the clubhouse. Bogarts after that sweep in, in New York, becoming a leader, I think. Basically telling them not to take your foot off the gas, although they're down 6 0 now, uh, and go out there and win this game against the uh, shitty team in the Marlins. Haven't seen this leadership since, I would Poppy. say, Poppy. Poppy. Poppy, just Poppy. Just Poppy. Nah. David Pedroia. Dustin David Pedroia? Who is this gentleman you speak of? <laughs> if it's your mom's new boyfriend. <laughs> That's who he is? Uh, this is a new thing yeah, I'd like to start. He's going to walk in with a cane. He's got a busted up knee. I'd you know, like to start like a, uh, baseball. A, a new segment here on the on the baseball on the baseball minute. Uh, I'd like to start the Dabok watch. Let's see if he can get over 200. Right now, he's currently hitting a two at 190. He went 0 for 4 against the Marlins. Um, this guy sucks. <laughs> oh, he's so bad. <laughs> he I like to start so the Dabak watch. Now I don't want him to send him down because I just want to do the Dabak watch. Can I, uh, can I give you an update on Dabak? Yes, please. Uh, one at bat, 1K. He is at 189 now. <laughs> 189. One, one point down. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you got the Astros in town for three. You got to get a win. I mean, come on. You got to take two or three from these guys. Um, then you got the Jays. You got the Braves. Yeah, the Royals after that, June is – you don't have a day off. And the Royals are no slouch now either. I think they're around 500. Yeah. Uh, somewhere around there, yeah. Okay, quickly, we got to do back to basics. Man, we are late. Back to, back to basics, Bill's CBD of choice. As the resident drug user on this show, uh, CBD is not an illicit drug. Clearly, there's no THC in this. This is an all-natural product used to uh, remedy your aches, pains, joints, uh, and uh, – 
Seven nothing Red Sox. Heat uh, strokes kicking in. Bill, your nasty shoulder, Billy Badwing. I know that you've been heavy on the CBD usage. Back to basics sent you some. It seemed like uh, we had a product that worked for you. Just give us a little bit of that testimony. Yeah, I had a. You sent me some uh, the drops and then the roll on. 300 milligrams. I like the roll on better. It's more topical thing. That's what I want. I'm not a huge drops fan, but the topical worked good for a while. I had it for four or five months, six months, maybe. Get nice. your topical drops. And now when you order it, you get a free sample. Every order you place, you get a free sample at back to basics, LLC.com. That's B A K. The number two basics, LLC.com. Get a free sample today. Tell them the simple minds boys sent you back to basics. All right, boys, real quick, let's finish up on some Patriots talk. Oh, fucking starving. Okay, good. Uh, Gilmore <laughs> contracts heating up. They're looking at three to four years, 15 million per is what I heard. Um, do you All do it, it? And would you rather have Julio or Gilmore at that contract? Gilmore. Do yeah, it. I'd, do it and give me Gilmore. I'd probably go Gilmore, too, because I want that defense to shore up. I think you're, you're okay pounding the football. You, you know, you got one of the best offensive lines in football. You, know, you, you said it before, at, too. Also, J.C. Jackson is not a number one cornerback. He's a, he's a better number two. You know, and He's you a better can, number two. You can ride him out for an, another year, and then you can reassess next year. But you, you did draft. You'd hope Williams would get there. Duggard, you can kind of move around from safety to cornerback, too. And you got Jalen Mills. So, I mean, I would, you know, I, I would sign him and just kind of let J.C. Jackson walk because he's going to want big money. So that's why I think you, you saw it this year. They spent on in, on Mills. You know, I think you can move him right into cornerback next year when Jackson's gone. You still got, you know, Jones there. I want I want to lock down defense. You know, the, with this team, it's going to be low scoring. And you got a pretty tough schedule, and I want some lockdown defense. Yeah, give me give me Gilmore because you you're not going to turn it over to Mac. Why pay fucking Julio when uh, Cam, Cam's going to throw the fucking ball in the dirt? Yeah, the talk now, uh, Jeff Howe said that had a report that the Patriots were, quote, not then in uh, to Julio and got out of those uh, extensions early, which I think is bullshit. Um, they didn't get them, so now they're spinning the wheels on that. But, yeah, I'm with you. I take Gilmore. Without without a number one corner, that defense shifts completely, and, you, and you're, you're talking about a completely different thing. And they're really high on the Michael Jackson kid. And then who, <laughs> who was number 45 last year that played and uh, looked sharp? All his. Ah, shit. I don't know. Heat stroke. I forget his name. Knight. <laughs> keep, keep saying shit, Bill. I just think that there's guys <laughs> in that program that they can, that they can put in at number two, like the undrafted Patriot cornerback sitting in your number two spot can give you three or four seasons, like two or three seasons. And they've done that over and over again. I think they got two of those guys in the system right now. That might be what they're banking on. However, a 30 plus year old cornerback at 15 million doesn't have a great track record. So mm-mm, mm-mm. we'll see. Nope. We'll see. All right. This has been the Simmons Sports Show, Wednesday edition, June 9th. Suck it, Ray. We'll see you on Thursday for our interview with uh, Andrew Heath. Andrew Heath. I was going to Drew Heath there. Uh, Drew Heath. Andrew B. Heath. Basketball. Uh, bye. 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 Get some rest, Rich. Yeah, I'm going to pass out. I also have not eaten anything. This has been a bad what decision. Night wow. Me. Terrible. I had a lost salad my for too. lunch today. <laughs> like, oh, well. Oh. They're just, that's uh, the worst. Doesn't fill you up. Luckily, I, I had a little bit of steak tips on there, but I was like, dude, I don't know how people can eat a salad every day. Like, I can do it. I can eat a salad every day. I mean, day. I, I, eat, I, love I'll eat, 
I can. I, I, I like a salad. Hold on, let me finish. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh man, fucking pass out from laughing so hard. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I do eat a salad every day, but I eat it with my meal. Like when I eat it as a meal by itself, it's it's once in a great while. Like hey. I eat, I make a huge thing of salad every week. Hey, what's salad. your favorite salad? Pancake salad? No. Fried like nice, chicken salad from McDonald's. No, I like a nice little calories. grilled chicken breast on a salad with a little uh, Italian dressing. Hmm, thank you. How much cheese comes with that? None. I'd I, don't like all of it, I don't put cheese on my I salad. I don't like cheese on a salad. I don't like, I don't like cheese on a salad either. Uh-uh. Lunch is a real tricky, uh, tricky meal for me. Too heavy and I fall asleep. Too light and I'm angry. You must be eating a lot of light salads lately, cause, or lunches lately, because you've been angry lately. I like salad. <laughs> <laughs> okay.